medical censorship has just become law in California. Now doctors who say the wrong thing can lose their medical licenses, but say the wrong thing according to whom? This is an infringement on free speech as far as I can tell. It's stunning that in one of the United States of America that this precedent has just been set. I hope it doesn't spread to other states. We're going to hear from a California doctor that I interviewed today about this new law that Governor Newsom signed into law low-key this past Friday. Uh, when, when a politician doesn't want something to make big news, they do it on a Friday. Everyone's going into the weekend, tuning out of the news. If they want to make a big splash, they do it on a Monday. So Governor Newsom flew under the radar and signed this thing into law after protests. Doctors had rallied on Friday to protest this law, AB 2098. Let's look at the wording of this law. The bill text, I have uh, linked it down in my description. Uh, here's a quote from uh, legislature.ca.gov. Quote, this bill would designate the dissemination of misinformation or disinformation related to the new illness as unprofessional conduct. I'll be straight up about how I talk on YouTube. I have to self-censor certain words in order to get the message across of what is happening in the world because of YouTube's intense censorship. Shout out to everyone who's watching me on Rumble. All these videos air on Rumble as well but my audience primarily is not on Rumble. So in order to convey what's really happening in the world to people watching on YouTube, I'm going to censor keywords. I do it in a way that humans can understand what I'm saying, but the YouTube bots don't catch it. That's the only way to convey news right now in, in the mainstream, very sadly, you'll notice that other outside the narrative or right-wing news YouTubers avoid these topics completely because they're preserving their pages. But I'm not going to avoid the topic of AB 2098. This is a major infringement on medicine and free speech. It's stunning and scary in America that this is happening. So we're going to talk about AB 2098. Shout out to the sponsor of my coverage, Noble Gold. So Noble Gold CEO Colin Plume thinks that quantitative tightening is setting up the stage for a gold rally. In his interview with the National Desk, Plume said that the tightening is pushing the dollar up. However, he predicts that by next year, the Fed will print money again to restart economic activities. If you're thinking of gold or silver right now, Noble Gold is giving a free gold American Eagle coin with every eligible IRA or 401k in September. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold. Call the team now, 877-646-5347. To find out more, visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Link down below. Okay, checking you guys out in my comments. Thanks so much for tuning. Look, I love my YouTube viewers. I do have to censor certain words. I still talk about the topic and get the point across to you. You know when I say the new illness, what I'm talking about. But we're going to jump into this uh, U.S. News and World Report covering this new law in California. Headline, California doctors may be disciplined for spreading uh, new illness lies. California Governor Gavin Newsom has signed a law that says doctors who spread uh, lies about the pandemic could be disciplined from professional conduct. Now, as you know, the mainstream narrative changed constantly. 
like initially they told you that the new needle would prevent you from catching the illness. Then they flipped the script and said, just kidding, you're still going to catch the illness after you get the needle. It just won't be as severe is what they're saying now. Although attorneys investigating this case and getting back um, uh, documents that were classified are finding that it appears that's not even true. Um, so who who's really lying here? But the spreaders of misinformation like Gavin Newsom are saying that doctors who seek out any sort of treatment outside the narrative are, are the actual liars, and he's going to take away their license now, according to this new law. Uh, U.S. News and World Report saying, quote, doctors who spread lies about the pandemic could be disciplined for unprofessional conduct in California under a law signed Friday by Governor Gavin Newsom. The bill AB 2098 introduced by Democratic Assembly member Evan Lowe declares that a physician or surgeon commits professional misconduct if they disseminate, quote, misinformation or disinformation about the nature and risks of the pandemic, its prevention and treatment and development, safety and effectiveness of those needles in the arm. Okay. They said, quote, a doctor who commits such conduct could face discipline by the state medical board or, or osteopathic medical board in severe cases could potentially lose their license to practice in California. It was the last remaining needle related bill of note after the more controversial measures didn't pass. So they were trying to pass something even more extreme. This is pretty extreme as far as I can tell. Since the pandemic began in 2018, it literally says this. <laughs> U.S. News and World Report reporting, quote, since the pandemic began in 2018. <laughs> I don't know if you're correct about that either, mainstream media. Uh, but they're saying the pandemic began in 2018, and they say more than 95%, uh, more than 95,000 Californians have died according to figures from the State Department of Public Health. So it says more than 80% of the population has had the needle. 80% of Californias, that's pretty high percentage. They've had the new needle with at least one dose. But Lowe's bill said that the spread of disinformation about needles has weakened public confidence and placed lives at serious risk. So that was the incentive for this legislator, uh, passing a bill to force doctors to not say anything negative about the new needle, even though there are, you know, bad reactions. Sometimes people don't do so well and, and everyone re reacts differently to various medicines, but now you can't, uh, if a doctor talks about that, uh, they risk losing their license. So this is, Pretty stunning. I, I interviewed Dr. Hazen about this, Sabine Hazen. Uh, I have interviewed her. I want to get you her bio really quick. Uh, so she has 22 years of experience in cl clinical trials. She's the founder and CEO of Ventura Clinical Trials and Malibu Specialty Center. She treats some of the most rich and famous people in Malibu, California. She's done a lot of scientific research on medicine. She is now stunned that this just became law in her state. And I got reaction to 
uh, her reaction to the passage of HB 2098? Well, technically, it's the misinformation law. Uh, I think there's already a couple doctors and a nurse that are already on the prowl. I'm sure I'm going to be the first person uh, that they're going to probably try to attack. Um, you know, the misinformation law is basically to try, you know, if, if a narrative is a certain way, you cannot deviate from the narrative, which is totally not science or medicine to begin with, because anybody that's a doctor, especially in the in the state of California, knows that, you know, medicine and science changes. If you remember the drug uh, thalidomide, which basically caused defects in kids, right? Do you remember that? Mm -mm. We thought it was safe and they were giving it to pregnant women until the babies were born with defects, right? So there's a lot of drugs over the years that we felt were, were safe and were brought to market. And afterwards, we found out that they're not so safe. So science is something that evolves. Science is something that changes. There are no right or wrong answers in science. It's all right or it's all wrong because that's the field of science. It's not political science. It's science. Medical science changes. Uh, we are constantly evolving. We are constantly learning new things in science. So to say that a physician is misinforming a patient, you know, what criteria are they looking at? And then the other thing is then anybody can target a physician. You don't like that physician, you're going to be targeted, right? So there's going to be some, you know, problems, some racial discrimination, some, you know, uh, some gender discrimination even. So if you don't like a physician, you can just claim that they're misinforming, right? So that's a problem with that new law that happened. I'm not sure it's, you know, I, I'm sure it's uh, going to be a battle and a lot of work for um, for a lot of lawyers that are going to be involved uh, but I think that's something that needs to be, uh, you know, when you look at the side of the physician, uh, if a patient doesn't like you, they can just, you know, claim that you misinformed um, and and basically report you. So that's a problem. That's a, that stops free thinking. That stops free speech. Right. And again, it's interference. Assembly Bill 2098, uh, I'm reading it now makes it a crime for a doctor to express any information that's anti-vaccine or, you know, information about treatment for new illnesses like that might be contrary to the state's narrative. So I, I guess doctors across California now, in order to preserve their license, need to make sure they understand the state's narrative and abide by what Newsom believes is right. the best treatment. Yes. Until Newsom becomes a patient and needs a doctor, right? <laughs> In the state of California and the state of California is going to say, I'm sorry, there's nothing, no treatment for this disease yet because we don't know. Wow. So that's, that's, that's the reality. And that's the one reality that is sure is that we are all going to be patients. We are all going to need a physician and to handcuff your physician is a big mistake. It's a big mistake. Does that make you want to leave the state practice medicine elsewhere? No, that makes me want to sell hair, hair products for, for hair. Basically that's what it's going to make me do because there are a million things I could do with my time other than spending my nights at three o'clock in the morning, paying attention to somebody's oxygen saturation for eight hours and not sleeping. There are a lot of things that I can do as a physician that I don't need to be a physician anymore, right? 
I can open a restaurant. I can open a, a store. I can sell shampoos for a living. I do not need to be a physician anymore. I'm at the end of my career anyways. This is, this, we either practice the art of medicine and we let doctors be doctors or good luck. That's it. Well, I like her honesty. She's straight up saying this bill, this new law is taking the wind out of my sails. She doesn't want to be a doctor anymore uh, and because they're, you're not allowed to freely seek out cures. Um, and she's literally saying, I'm, I'm just going to sell hair products through medicine. <laughs> like it's so sad that that's actually happening to, to former truth seeking doctors that they're now saying, you know what? I, I'm not going to do this anymore because she doesn't want to leave her, her state of California. She, it's sad. Uh, so W, uh, so KHTS radio, uh, covered this. They wrote an article, an editorial quote, Governor Newsom signs, Signing of AB 2098 is the most dictatorial law California has ever seen. Quote, we are headed back to the dark ages. I am astonished the California legislature proposed and passed AB 2098, which will force all medical professionals to only share medical information approved by the California Medical Association regarding the new illness and its treatments. Uh, the governor initially hesitated to sign. He was he waited until the final hours, they said, to sign this. Like I said, I think he was intentional about that to fly further under the radar because people were already um, saying, whoa, this doesn't this doesn't sound like freedom in America, uh, the way that they are doing this. Um, this radio station in their article covered an uh, interesting historical factoid. They said, I recently read a biography of, of President Garfield. He was assassinated six months into his presidency in 1881. He died because the leading physicians didn't believe in sterilization. He had an 80-day agonizing death as infection erupted in his body from sepsis after dirty physician's hands con uh, constantly probed for the bullet lodged in his liver. Two decades earlier, Dr. Louis Pasteur developed germ therapy. British surgeon Joseph Lister pioneered antiseptic medicine a few years later. Lister presented Pasteur's findings and Lister's protocol to a group of top surgeons from the most renowned American medical institutions at Americans' uh, Centennial Celebration in Philadelphia in 1876. Europe had already adopted their protocols 10 years earlier. The American surgeons discounted the theory claiming germs don't exist if you can't see them. It would take three more decades for American doctors to accept their theory and acknowledge the existence of germs. So that story to say that is, it is important to not censor what Louis Pasteur discovered and for Joseph Lister to be able to put it out there and say, maybe you should try this uh, new treatment to stop the spread of an infection. And in California now, if they, if the doctors say that germs don't exist, then germs don't exist or you're no longer a doctor. If you say germs do exist, you're no longer a doctor. You know, that was, that was how it was in 1881. Fortunately, they didn't have that draconian law that prevented you 
uh, from even suggesting that germs may exist, how will medicine advance after this? Because had California's new law been in place in 1881, um, these doctors wouldn't have been, even been able to suggest that germs may exist in the first place. Okay, now we're very aware that germs exist. So advancements in science and medicine require the free sharing of information. The fact that California shut that down is is pretty alarming. Um, Dr. Hazan, Hazan, uh, Dr. Hazen is how you pronounce her name. My full uncensored interview with her is on my website, ivoryhecker.com. We talked all about the things YouTube censors, so we can't put that full interview here, sadly. Some of my best, most astounding interviews are um, things that YouTube won't accept. So all my best coverage is honestly on my website, ivoryhecker.com. Dr. Hazen got into the uh, what she discovered in her research with microbiomes, she was doing clinical trials of things like, you know, the I word medicine and the H word medicine um, and checking on everything uh, and its effectiveness. She's waiting for her clinical trials on the I word and the H word to get approved by the FDA right now. Is that ever going to happen? They've showed their bias uh, in regards to those medicines. But what she found in her research, she started to study people's stools. That's right. She was looking at poop after someone catches the illness and she was looking at the microbiomes in there, uh, the good and bad bacteria. Um, and people who have a lot of good bacteria in there, how did they fare with the new illness? Turns out people whose gut was loaded with good bacteria were able to fend off the illness. People whose gut was not loaded with good bacteria got extremely sick or died from the new illness. Stunning. Why haven't I heard this anywhere? You know, and it, it's the amount of censorship that's already been in place where studies like hers don't get out uh, is quite alarming that the gut flora may be key to having a more mild case or avoiding the illness completely. That's something I would really like to have known from the beginning and going, I mean, going forward, you know, Illnesses are always going to be around. This is an important thing to be aware of and to tend to your gut flora. Now, probiotic things like um, kefir or yogurt um, or um, uh, what is it? Uh, kefir and yogurt are really good uh, for your gut flora. But things that destroy your gut flora are antibiotics. The, thing, the most popular thing that doctors give out antibiotics actually destroy good and bad. They just rip through your gut, destroy your good bacteria and make you very vulnerable to illnesses. So I think more awareness needs to be shed on this stuff. And it's great that uh, Dr. Hazen researched that. Uh, You can watch the full interview on my uncensored website, ivoryhacker.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Oh, let me check your, let me check your comments. I, I don't want to leave your comment section untended. Thank you so much for the support on here. Kim, okay, kimchi. That's another one that's really good for your gut. Uh, uh, Kimchi, there's sauerkraut. That's that's what I was trying to think of. I'm part German. Sauerkraut, the stuff you put with your brats. If you get sauerkraut from places like Whole Foods where they have actual raw living sauerkraut, not only does raw living sauerkraut taste a million times better, it's amazing tasting, 
I like to eat it plain with a fork, but it's really good for your gut flora. And when you have a strong gut flora, you can fend off an immense amount of illnesses. Um, uh, your bacteria changes depending on what you eat. Exactly. Traditional doctors don't say that whatsoever. Uh, traditional doctors, if you ask them about what to eat, they'll be like, oh, no, that, that has nothing to do with anything, you know, because they're glorified WebMD. It's really sad that doctors go into so much debt just to have WebMD memorized, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> so go get your uh, go get your sauerkraut and sausage, guys. Loving your comment section. Grass-fed organic for the wind. The cows will also thank us. Yes, uh, grass-fed meat is is a superfood. It really is. And um, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a segment on that. It's just such an important topic that I want to do it justice. You know, and there's something. You just want it to be so perfect that you never put it out. I need to put out my segment on animal versus plant fats and what's really going on with all that. Um, honey helps with allergies as long as you get honey from a local beekeeper. This is a little known fact as well, you guys. I need to do more health segments. Uh, so my sister developed allergies. First of all, our family doesn't really get allergies probably because of how we were raised uh, living off the land, drinking raw milk, all that, all the things that the establishment says you shouldn't do. That's how I grew up. And we became like superhumans who never got ill. Um, anyway, we never had allergies. My sister recently developed them. Finally, I've to this day, I've never had allergies, but my sister, all she did was start eating raw local honey. It zapped her allergies like that. Raw local honey gets rid of allergies. Um, Local meaning wherever you actually live right now, get honey that was, that was from there. Okay. I was originally local to Wisconsin, but I can't be eating Wisconsin honey if I live in Texas. I have to eat Texas honey if this is where I live. So go, if you got allergies, go get some raw local honey. Uh, mix it with some bee pollen granules. Um, you can get bee, bee pollen granules from Whole Foods. That is an intense superfood. It's even high in protein. Uh, try it out. There are so many solutions in nature that Big Pharma will lose money on if you find out about. We'll have more on that later. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the comments, guys. Thanks for the support. See you tomorrow.